0: Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For those of you who know me, you know that positivity is my beat. It's how I make my living. It's how I'm wired. And it's one of my top five strengths. Today, my guest is Carrie Pimentel. Carrie's positivity and humor make me laugh. You'll see why she brightens my day very soon. But first, I want to share three things that have brightened my day. When I started out the new year, I knew I needed something that would help me focus on thinking about positivity and happiness. It had been a tough year, as all of us know, oh, too well. So I joined the Happiness Project Experience 2021. It's designed and led by happiness researcher Gretchen Rubin. And I remember back in 2010, I purchased Gretchen's first book on happiness called The Happiness Project, and it was all about her research she'd done, and I loved it. So when I saw that she had this happiness project experience 2021, I thought, hey, this looks really cool. It gives structure and ideas to participants who want to create their own happiness, which is why I liked it. I needed that structure. It's 12 months long. And as you know, we're into April now. So I've already had three months of a focus or a theme each month. So January was self-reflection. February was energy. And March focused on outer calm and decluttering. More on that in a minute. The project also has video lessons and live calls with Gretchen, expert interviews, and there's tools that help keep you on track. It's really fun and I'm really enjoying it. And by the end of the project, I'm going to have 12 theme areas to help me bring more happiness and well-being into my life. I think there's a wait list if you want to get on the list for 2022. So do it. All right. Number two, would you believe that this idea about outer order and decluttering has led me to a breakthrough in my closet? I'm calling it my rainbow closet. Let me explain. A while ago, I was doing a coaching on Zoom And I kept getting distracted by this beautiful display of books that my client had behind her. And they were organized in a rainbow of colors. There was the red books and the orange books and so on. And so I commented on it and I said, what made you put your books in such a beautiful design? And she said, oh, there's this show on Netflix called Get Organized with the Home Edit. So I went and checked it out and the home edit, they are expert home organizers, Clea and Joanna, and they help their clients contain their clutter and they love doing it in a rainbow. So fast forward to March's focus on outer order and decluttering. I thought, you know what? I'm going to get organized in my closet. So I pulled everything out and I threw it on my bed. And then I took everything that was red or had tones of red in it. And I started with red and then I pulled the orange, I pulled the yellow, didn't have a lot of yellow because that's not really good with my coloring. Then I pulled the green, blue, indigo, or we can call it navy and purple, violet. And then you end with black. And I have to say that I love my closet. I opened the door and I just experienced so much joy seeing my clothes in a rainbow. I highly recommend that you try it out. Not only do you declutter and get rid of things that don't fit, you don't ever wear, maybe have gone out of style, you just don't like anymore. So you really have clothes that you want to wear and bring you joy when you wear them. You also feel this, this appreciation of the beauty of your closet and it does it brings this inner calm to me which I'm really really enjoying and now for the third thing that has brightened my day we're sort of keeping with this theme of outer order let's talk about my car I finally have a clean interior and it has certainly brightened my day And I wish that I could tell you that it's clean because I'm such a great student in this project. (laughs) Well, not so much. Uh, Probably a couple of weeks ago now, I got in the car with Aria, my seven-year-old daughter, who you'll meet one day soon. And she said, mommy, it smells like garbage in here. And I sniffed and I went, I agree. (laughs) And because we were in a rush, which is the story of my life, and on the way to school, I said, you know what? I'll, I'll look into this. I'll clean it out this afternoon. So I dropped Aria off, and I came home. And on my way home, I could definitely smell something was not right. So I rolled down the window, put on a little bit of strong-smelling hand sanitizer, and then forgot about it. Well, that afternoon... I started taking everything out of the car, much like the closet. I took everything out. I took the mats out. I got out the vacuum and vacuumed up everything on the floor, in the seats. (laughs) And there was this box that I had kind of forgotten about that I pulled out. And I was like, well, I'm not seeing where this smell is coming from. And then I reached in the box and my hand hit something very squishy, not a good kind of squishy. So I pulled some of the things off the top of the box and I realized that it was one of those cute little pumpkins that Aria had decorated at Halloween, right? This is March now. (laughs) And it had stayed in the box and we had never taken it out. And it was so squishy and it was rotting or already rotted not sure, didn't spend a whole lot of time looking at it, just promptly threw it in the garbage and then washed my hands about six times. The only casualty in that box was that the pumpkin was underneath my favorite Sarah Borella CD. Thank goodness the CD was in the case. So it was just the case that got ruined and the CD was salvaged. But note to self, it's a really good idea to clean out the car more than once every six months. (laughs) And I have to say now that when I open the door and get in the car, I do feel this wonderful sense of order and calm and the car looks nice and it smells nice. It does not smell like garbage anymore. So this brings me to my positivity tip for you for today. Whether you have a plan to declutter a space or any kind of plan or goal, to stay on track, try setting clear milestones you need to achieve along the way. Break down your goal into smaller action steps and track each achievement. Allow yourself some flexibility to stray from the plan so you don't miss other opportunities along the way. My guest today is Carrie Pimentel. When I first met Carrie, she was a broadcaster at the same radio stations as my husband, Clark. She was, and still is, smart and funny, and I love following her posts on Facebook, especially when she involves her spunky grandma. Now in a fun twist of fate, Carrie and I both work for the state of Oregon. And Carrie, your agency is definitely a little more exciting than mine. (laughs) Carrie works for the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, OLCC. I work for the Department of Administrative Services. So I'm like the central agency that gives you the policy and then you guys go out and make it exciting. Welcome, Carrie.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you here. And I'm kind of curious what you do at OLCC. I'm imagining you checking IDs, throwing people out of bars. (laughs) What are you really doing? Well, I haven't
1: quite worked to that level yet, but that is the goal. I'm currently just entry level. I'm basically a very fancy receptionist. Uh, So I answer the front door when we have that unlocked, answer the phone, answer all of the incoming emails from the general public, uh, pretty much statewide. And I assist our managers for the marijuana, liquor, and medical marijuana units. And then I work with the inspectors for all of those units to sort of coordinate some of their stuff. As I like to remind them quite often, I used to be famous. You know, hey, can you fix the copier? I'd be like, you know, I used to be famous. Right. But yeah, I will fix the copier also. I could have been something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm super excited you're here. And I have to tell you, you know what I really love about podcasts? I don't know. With a podcast, you can be heard and not seen. I can hang with you and have a fun conversation in yoga pants and flip-flops, and you can have these great conversations. I wore my church jeans for really no reason is what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right. I'm super excited to hear what three things have brightened your day lately. So my three things are not super, super specific incidents because,
1: of course, with COVID, we don't really go out anywhere, so there's not a whole lot of engagement going on outside of our homes or our work. So my first thing that I wanted to say that I think is a positive thing for me and can be a positive thing for other people is social media. It includes the word social. You have the opportunity to to be social and it might not be face-to-face. It might not even be with people that you've ever met or know, but you have a chance to interact with people. And if you decide to make it in a positive way, then it will be in a positive way. I think social media is what you make it. If you want to Argue with strangers about terrible things. That's your journey. (laughs) But I like to use my social media just to post funny things and interesting things. And I have friends scattered all over the place and my family's all over. And so I just like to interact with people on social media. And I always try as hard as I can to keep mine positive. And even if it's like something negative happened, to find the funny spin on it or at least make it somewhat entertaining when I'm posting about it. So I think social media can be a very positive thing for people.
0: Oh, yeah. And I always believe laughter is the best medicine, right? Yes. You can get them laughing. There's hope.
1: I strongly encourage my friends to look at all these situations because I think so many things can be seen as comedy or tragedy, depending on how you want to view them personally. And I work really hard to see all the crazy things that go on in my world as comedy and to just find them entertaining and be entertaining and you know, take the very few things that need to be taken very seriously, very seriously, and the rest of it is just comedy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Humor is important. And it's a character strength. And I believe that we need to develop our character just as much as everything else. Absolutely. You got to bring some
1: positivity and energy into the world, especially now. Absolutely. All
0: right. What's number two for you this week?
1: Number two on my list of positive things. And I know every health coach and personal trainer, out there is going to be like, oh,
0: terrible idea. Uh,
1: It's pizza. Positively pizza.
0: Very good. And I like that it's an alliteration. Positively pizza. That makes me very happy.
1: Right. Somebody should open that restaurant if they haven't already.
0: (laughs) Oh, side note, there is a place in Wilsonville called Perfect Pizza. So they're kind of close. They're kind of close. Yeah, I'll give them some credit on that. But what's the pizza you like?
1: Well, the pizza that I like is, first of all, just Classic pepperoni pizza. I was thinking back, sort of, uh, it's just been such a huge part of my life. My parents love pizza. My family loves pizza. We grew up eating it. There was a place where I grew up in Prineville called Grizzly Bear Pizza. And I remember being probably four years old, and we would drive by, and there was someone as a bear, or perhaps a real bear. I'm not positive at this point. And they would stand out there and they would wave at the traffic going by, and you could sometimes get a sucker or a balloon from them. And it was like the most exciting thing in the world when you drove by grizzly bear pizza and the grizzly bear was out there. If we did good in school, our grandparents would take us there and we get pizza and that was our treat. And I remember going to my parents' house like maybe four years ago and they have like four different things on their refrigerator held on by magnets and they're all phone numbers to the local pizza places. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, these are my parents. It's always just been... A, it's delicious. And B, it's always had good memories of my family. So I think that's part of why I enjoy pizza and inviting my friends to pizza and having pizza and having pizza parties. What's something that you think should never be on pizza? I mean, I know you're trying to rope me into the controversy <laughs> that is pineapple on pizza. And I will just say, I'm against it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fruit. You're putting fruit on it. What's next? Pears, apricots? I mean- that's not what it's for it's for dirty cheesy greasy <laughs> meaty <maybe. laughs> occasionally a vegetable
0: no fruit what are you doing with the fruit <laughs> actually it's funny you made me just think of a childhood memory my mom made what was called a fruit pizza and you used sugar cookie dough as the crust and then you put whipped cream on it and then you you layered different kinds of fruit like kiwis and blueberries and strawberries so that it would be this really pretty green, red, blue fruit pizza. I'm sorry, Carrie, but fruit can go on pizza.
1: I mean, listen, that's just dessert that she gave a tricky name to. I get it. You almost made me think that she was just giving you actual fruit on a pizza, but you come in with the sugar cookies and the whipped cream. Now (laughs) I'm listening.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty tasty. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But I, I will, I will accept that pineapple is not It's a lot of people's least favorite ingredient on pizza.
1: Well, and also because it's sort of, you know, it has a liquid base to it. uh, It can affect the other ingredients and therefore it can infect the entire pizza. So you just, you've got to be really careful with it. It's just such a dangerous fruit to have around. It can create it. What are you saying? Like a
0: pizza landslide or something? I mean,
1: something to that effect. Yeah. I mean, you just got to be careful with it. it. It's best to just leave it in the cabinet.
0: All right. Noted. What was the third thing that's brightened your day lately?
1: The third thing on my list of positive things would be the phenomenon that is now pay it forward, that we see it so much in the news and the media about, you know, somebody went to Starbucks and they paid for the person behind them and then they paid and they paid and they paid and they get these huge lines of vehicles that have all paid for the next person. And it's just such a great positive energy, positive thing to do. Um, I don't know if you've had that situation where you're out and you go to pay the bill and they're like, no, nope, somebody's got you. The way that that makes you feel is like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. You know, it's never happened to me yet. I guess maybe I need to start one. You know, maybe it's karma. If I would actually pay it forward, maybe somebody would pay it forward for me. Uh, so tell me, you've been you've been a part of a pay it forward. I've actually been on both sides of it, which was pretty
1: amazing. When I lived in Washington, I was out with a friend and we were just doing a little happy hour after work. And the people next to us were sort of asking about, you know, our food and our drinks and well, is this good? Is this good? And naturally, because I'm me, I offered them a bite of the food that I was having. And They just sort of laughed and, you know, passed and said, no, that's okay. And then they kept asking, you know, are you guys done? Are you guys done? And we're like, yeah, I mean, I guess we're done. And so when we went to pay, the waitress said, oh, no, those folks had paid your bill for you because they just you know, thought you guys were funny and enjoyed having conversation with you guys. Oh, that is awesome. So it was neat. I mean, it was a, it was really neat. And we didn't know that they were doing that, of course. And so it really struck us as like, wow, that was really cool that they did that. And I had an opportunity to do the opposite when I was here in Portland and I was out to breakfast and it was around Christmas time and there was an older couple And the wife was all dressed up for Christmas. She had her hair all done and her Christmas sweater and her Christmas earrings. And she appeared to be grandma's age. And so, of course, that's always going to strike a chord with me. And I just thought, these are the people. This is my moment. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy their breakfast. And so I wrote a little note to our waitress and drew a little arrow because these people were sitting at the table next to us and said, you know, I want to pay for their breakfast. As is the comedy in my life sometimes, for some bizarre reason, she immediately took a break and pawned it off on someone else who could not process what was happening, came over and started reading off all the food. Like, there's only two of you. Why did, Why is there so much food on here? Did you have this? Did you have this? Did you have this? And she's just rattling off all the things that this couple had eaten for breakfast.
0: Oh no. Did they hear? Did they catch they on? They didn't seem to have
1: caught on. And of course I just kept going, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like every, everything's fine. Just take my card, go. Stop. Like, why are you still talking? Please stop talking. <laughs> Please stop talking and take my money. I'm giving stop you my money. And, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually we managed to get it paid for. And on the way out, I just mentioned uh, to them, and especially the wife is, you know, I love your outfit. You look great. And she was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then we left knowing that, you know, when they went to pay, it was going to be taken care of. And so that just seemed like a good opportunity to pay it forward. And I think there's such a great situation where you see that happening now, again, with the lockdown and things happening that it's harder to find ways to interact and be positive face to face. And so you got to find these different avenues to do it. And I think paying it forward is definitely one of those ways.
0: Oh, yeah, it's really true. You know, gratitude, acts of kindness, it's additive, it just keeps spreading, right? It's the positive ripple that we want to start. And I love that. That's so great.
1: Yeah. I mean, put it out there in the world. It's amazing. The situations that you look at, and sometimes you just kind of have to take a breath and go, okay, this is a comedy. This is not a tragedy. And then put that positive energy back into the world. And you know, you don't always get it back, but more often than not, you probably will.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Carrie. Thanks for being a guest on my podcast. And thank you for brightening my day today. Well, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate your time and I appreciate your podcast and I'm excited for all the future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to brighten your day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at b at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.